Hello, everybody, listeners. To thank you very much to uh, everyone tuning in. Uh, this is episode Hello. nineteen, I think. Hey, guys, episode yeah, nineteen. Yeah. Episode nineteen. Who would have thought we'd have lasted this long? <laughs> um, and uh, I'm Brandon Curry, Josh Bond, Sean Trevor Hetherington. Oh, sorry, there, Sean. Sean Hetherington and Trevor Lindy. Uh, yeah, so Sean is um, uh, basically uh, our guest panelist today. Uh, Jeff Collins decided to quote unquote be on a work conference. He's M- sharpening his pencil. <laughs> right He's now. sharpening his pencil. MIA. In, yeah. in, MIA. Ha- in Halifax, <laughs> supposedly. Um, all right, and uh, so basically today we we've had a lot of uh, questions come in about. Uh, home and auto insurance, what have you. So we decided that we'd bring in uh, Sean Hetherington. So, Sean, uh, introduce yes. yourself. Uh, who do you work for and all that kind of stuff? Uh, I work for Allstate. Um, I am a insurance agent uh, or insurance advisor, uh, whatever people like to call me. Um, been writing insurance with uh, Allstate now for actually it's going to be two years and a week. So coming up on the anniversary. Congrats. Yeah, yeah. That's Thank awesome. You. Can we call you Hey You? You can call me whatever okay, you want. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> so, so yeah, all state insurance. Uh, that are you? Wh- who's your parent company? Are you, or is that all? That state? is the parent. That company, is funny. Yeah, just absolutely. like those commercials out of the states. Yes, with the guy with the deep Separate voice. Separate company, Canadian company, but yes. Okay, we'll cool. Yeah. So, um, I guess, can you briefly explain? Um, let's okay. First of all, both you and I are in insurance. Yes. So let's dispel the myth right away. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I can't do home and auto, and you can't do life or health insurance. That's correct. And why is that, Sean? Uh, we focus primarily on personal lines of auto, uh, home, if it moves. Mm-hmm. Primarily we do it. Um, and anything that we dwell in, we do it. We focus on those two lines of insurance business. Right. Because that's what we're professionals in. And, and then we leave life and to the other professionals like yourself. And also our licensing body, Fisco. Yes. Uh Financial you, Services Commission of Ontario. Thank you, Trevor. Uh, forces you to pick a lane. You can't do both. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go at you when some of so we will not name names, but some of our competitors yeah. um, that you know quite well yeah. that will you call up for home and auto and they'll be like, Hi, do you want to do twenty five thousand dollars of life insurance and we'll give you a discount? Um, you're not dealing with you. you That's correct. You're, you'd be dealing with somebody else because you under Fisco picked the lane of home and auto and then there's some other person in their massive facility that would do the life and health insurance am I correct uh, in our establishment not yours no. but I mean but kind of other competitors, other competitors. Uh, I'm not sure how they underwrite it I'm, I'm assuming they have some kind of partner that they'll work with right um, that but will it's not, offer it's those not, lines it would of not insurance be you. Yeah. it would not be the person you had the relationship that's with. correct yeah that's correct so um, your piece of the pie is home and auto that's it. And yeah. he did make make it clear that it's personal home and auto. So for those individuals that need commercial policies, business related, he does not write that type of business. Uh, all state doesn't write that type of business at it's all. It's very correct? restrictive. It, it, they used to be involved in the commercial lines business, but again, we shifted our focus to personal lines. Um, certain type of commercial risks, depending on what they're doing, general contractors that are solely employed by themselves. Uh, say in a corporation like a I don't know, sole proprietorship, I guess. Sure. Um, depending on what they're doing, I can insure it. Um, real estate agents, I can do. From a business standpoint, 
Um, not their liability, but for their vehicles, right? But like a tow truck, you're not touching. That's correct. Any, yeah, like that. uh, anything like that. Um, okay, but I you have a, you, yeah, else. you've you've got you've got a COI, you've got a person that you oh, refer to for that commercial yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, absolutely for sure. Um, I also want to touch on. Uh, I get questions a lot with in, in my industry as well. If you can touch on how when your competitors um, turn around and they say, "We'll give you a fifteen percent discount if you buy." some life insurance with us or, or, or what have you, um, as an example. Um, how I know you, by law, under fiscal regulations, you're not allowed to discount life and health insurance. So how do your competitors do that? Are they artificially no bumping up their prices to, to discount? I have no idea. Yeah, okay. I can't even speak on it because I, I don't know how they would do it. Yeah. Because um, I'm not licensed for life. But right. again, it's, it's my understanding you can't discount or offer any bundling discount on any type of life product right is that correct yeah yes yeah yeah so we That's can't correct. so i'm not sure how they would do that so can you uh help, help me and the listeners maybe understand a lot of times what i've i've heard in in my practice is uh, there's a product that you can get through oh no it's life right what? usually it's the life uh, life insurance policy that you could get a more cost-efficient means of getting your life insurance policy as opposed to the life insurance policy that's offered from fi a lot of financial institutions. Um, yeah, talking the difference between creditor insurance. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's, that's sure. the kind yeah. of stuff. But that's that. life, right? Yeah, so that's, that's right. Not, that's that's, that's, not, that's not your but fire it, insurance policy. No, uh, but well, that's actually something, diff, that's something to talk about. Though, I was right? going to say the big thing with, with Sean, you know, he, he wanted to talk on cost versus coverage. Yeah, right. Because great. the reality is everybody goes out and they're shopping for the lowest price. doesn't matter whether it's life insurance, home and auto. Um, so, you know, Sean, can you touch on that for us? Just the, the whole cost versus coverage and, uh, you know. What it's all about and yeah, what's so, important to look at. So one thing I'm noticing a lot right now um, in the market or questions I get quite a bit is uh, there are some unnamed competitors out there right now that uh, seem to do, be doing the a la carte right insurance. You know, you 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 click uh, what you want to pay for or what you want for coverage, especially more so in home, um, and then it spits out a number, a premium number to you, and if you're happy with it, you buy it, and away you go assuming that everything's fine. Um, it's a very uh, dangerous way of going about, in my opinion, um, covering your home, which is one of the biggest investments in your life, right? Um, the number one thing I try to drive home with anyone that's sitting across from me is, um, let's worry about the premium or, or what the, the annual premium is for an insurance policy. Second, we'll put that to the side. Let's make sure that uh, all the coverage is adequate for your needs and then your financial needs, whatever they may be, in regards to deductibles and whatnot. Uh, and then once that's satisfactory, then let's look at what the cost is, right? So cool. it, you, you hit on a couple of things that I found that, you know, in, in my younger days, again, we'll deal with... The, we have we have an alarm going off or something. We, we good? Like, you got to be somewhere, Bondo, or are you, are you good? You good? Okay. That's Bozak. That's Bozak. Bloody Bozak. Anyways, um, so I think you hit on a couple things. Uh, dealing with a, a, a broker or a person that you know that you can actually have a conversation with. Right. Because these big companies that you just call into some call center that's located anywhere, right? Um, I noticed that when I actually did some deep diving that you know they had my square footage wrong they had my home appraised wrong 
they didn't they thought i had a one and a half car garage versus a two car garage um uh, they didn't. Ha- they had not updated my renovated basement. These are things that Sean, you actually have conversations with your the, the clients sitting across from you, going, and you really deep, like you drive down oh, and making absolutely. sure that okay, you think of everything because, am I? And again, correct me if yeah. I'm wrong. If something happens if it's not in that policy. Correct. It ain't covered. Correct. So, I mean, I'm going. I'm going through it on a personal level myself. We just picked up a cottage, right? Yeah. And I mean, there's a. Literally, you know, thank my wife. I love her with all my heart, right? Because she sat on two different occasions for an hour, right? Just, and we don't even have the end result yet. But I mean, questions just in terms of, you know, wood burning, what, right. where the right. water's drawn from, what your your uh, sewage or septic situations like. Is there right? an oil tank outside? Yeah. Is there, what's the amperage coming into the cottage? Is it seasonal? Yeah. Is whether it winterized you, or not? Is whether it, you intend to rent a, it out yeah. at all, right? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, these all have yeah. uh, significant uh, impacts so in doing an assessment, I suppose. What are some key things that cost for, I mean, I am a firm believer in you get what you pay for, right? It's, yeah, cheap, well, it's cheap for a reason, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so what are some key tidbits that that people should be asking about with their home and auto policy. Not as home policy. Autos, it's, we'll tackle auto later. Yeah, auto is, auto is a little different. When it comes to home is, is don't present your home quickly in a quote situation and, you know, give me the cheapest price. That, that alone right there, you're setting yourself up immediately for not a great outcome, especially in a loss situation. Um, in regards to your question about, you know, garage size, square footage, um, you're paying insurance premium based on the information they have. Um, you're covered based on what they have, the information they have in the event of apparel you're covered for, right? So if your home is 2,000 square feet, the insurance company is at 1,700 because that's what they've been given or whatever the case may be, they're insuring you for 1,700 square feet, right? Um, this is a great time too when you when you get your annual renewal, say in the mail or by email or however you get it. Um, a lot of people will open up the envelope, look, they'll look at the schedule of payments, they'll see what it is gonna change to. They fold it back up and they put it in the drawer and they go on with life, right? Um, that could be another mistake as well because during that year, you could have put new hardwood floor in. Um, you could have upgraded your basement, say it wasn't finished, now it is. Um, if the insurance company isn't notified, they're not sending someone into your home every And it's year. you, the, the insured, right. that needs to... You, you it, it, a, it's, it's, it's on the insured's responsibility. Right sure. now, there are uh, agents uh, like myself or perhaps brokers um, that make a conscious effort yearly to call each one of their clients Well, and that's say, what you do. Absolutely. You, not ba- all do. No. no but, at, but that's, that's something do. I specifically that's right. do that's because, right. um, you know, I want to know, you know, has anything changed? Right, and and we're 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 recording right now in in Niagara, uh, in the Niagara region in Ontario. So whoever's listening, um, and in the last couple of years, uh, you know, Bondo and and Lindy, you can both attest to the fact that we've gone through a massive real estate boom in in Niagara. So this is something, uh, Sean, that you know that I noticed they had the valuation of my home about two hundred thousand dollars less than than what it was because the boom ha- like in niagara it grew in one year by 30 percent 
So, so just to touch on that, yeah, um, because I so I can attest to Sean's work ethic and yeah. quality of product and everything. I, I have all my insurance through him. I uh, switched it over this year and absolutely fantastic to deal with. So if you need somebody, give him a call. Uh, that being said, though, he, one thing that he did comment to me was the value that the company gives on the policy. It, that's on them. Right. So Mm -hmm. just because the value of the home may have gone up and you've got to keep in mind, too, that value is also the rebuild cost. So can you touch on that? Just just before we get into that, from from my practice perspective, the banks always not necessarily maybe on a refinance uh, situation so much so. But I think even on a refinance, but definitely on a on a purchase or an acquisition, they usually want to see a guaranteed replacement. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So now how, how would that impact? Um, you know, just say a situation where Curry finishes basement and, you know, maybe the value on his policy had $500,000, but with a finished basement, and I know that's not the, the valuation, but no, no, yeah. um, with a finished basement, the value of his house is lo and behold, 550,000. Would that guaranteed replacement value clause within the policy cover a situation like curry where he's increased the value of the property it's my it's it's my understanding that they're again they're going based on the information they have so if they are sitting on a policy it has a zero percent finished basement um zero percent finished basement right that's something that would be discussed with an adjuster itself that would handle it and how that would be handled that's out of my realm and what i do so and that's uh, also as well in as other agents of brokers, claim. they're they're going to divert to an adjuster right yeah to figure out how that's going to be worked resolved out, worked through. um but better off to have more information up front right? and again and, and that's key right because uh again you know i was a young guy at one time not dealing in insurance and the idea is is try to keep the cost low keep your mouth quiet tell them only what they need to know but that's dangerous right yeah. you know it's it's you want to be upfront and honest, and you want to be upfront and honest what you have and what you need, um, because again, it can hurt you in the long run in the event of a loss, right? But the to touch on what Brandon said, which was really important, is um, you may have a home, um, say valued at half a million in market, right? Fair market value. Um, that's not going to be reflective to your insurance policy for your home right. because your the dwelling value or dwelling limit that's stated by the insurance company mm-hmm. is strictly what is it going to cost the insurance company in their eyes, for, right? Um, what it's going to cost to rebuild the home or the skeleton of the home uh, from the foundation up. They're not looking at the land. They're not looking. They're not looking to purchase your home. They're looking to rebuild the home, mm-hmm. and that's really important. That's more common than anything when someone gets renewal saying. All right, this doesn't make sense. You're saying my dwelling's at four hundred thousand. I know homes in my neighborhood are going for six or seven hundred thousand, so I'm not correctly insured. Well, no, in fact, you could be. Yeah, and you probably are. We're not looking to sell your home. Right. We're looking to, to keep you in your home. Yeah. And exactly. and I think something. And as we're talking to, we are, I believe, four days removed from the two tornadoes in Ottawa that hit Ottawa yeah. Yeah. that we've been watching. And you know, our thoughts and prayers go out to all those uh, families that are affected uh, with that. Um, and you know, it, it before our podcast, I was watching the national last night, and you know, obviously, I thought of you. I knew you were coming on, and um, you know how many people did not have renter's insurance how many people did not have the proper coverage and they don't they never they're, they're not covered for this tornado the two random acts complete random like who would have thought two tornadoes would have hit ottawa out of all the places not I. 
not I, right? And you're up from Timmins area, so you you know uh, Bondo what that's all about, and um, so. Not, not that there's a lot of tornadoes up there. <laughs> no, no, but that's my point. Like, there's not. No, there's not. No, like, you, no. you wouldn't get. Like, it's. You said to me the other no. day, like the only the only month that you haven't seen snow was July. Yeah. Up in Timmins. <laughs> yeah. Like in Ottawa's <laughs> bloody cold too. Like, who yeah. would have thought that yeah. two tornadoes would have hit Ottawa? So speak to that. Uh, in regards to what, the tornado or the, the no, renters insurance? Just, just and in general, like how, like your, how your policies are comprehensive and how, again, cost versus coverage and what you get, right? You get what you pay for. Yeah, so a lot of the coverage, again, it uh, you can go from a – let's look at renters insurance first when it comes to something like this, right, because yeah. that's pretty important. Renters insurance is not a, a common thing out there. It's, it's not really discussed too often, to be honest with you. I see in Niagara more and more landlords now – actually asking their tenants that are coming in like new tenants to carry content Content insurance insurance. right um more on a liability side for any type of injury within their unit right um but commonly you you tell a student or you tell a young adult that's getting their first apartment they have no idea and generally the parents aren't passing it on either because they got homeowners they're never thinking renters right perhaps it wasn't even something that existed when and I could be wrong, but, it, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago, right? right? Um, but in a tornado situation, it's a natural, it's wind, right? So do, are you covered under your homeowner policy for wind damage? You know, so uh, if, if we learned anything from the experience that happened in Ottawa, is pick up the phone and ask. Send an email to your agent and say, hey, listen. Be proactive. Yeah, right? you know, like a, the last tornado I ever remember in Ontario really for, not even in Ottawa, it was Niagara Falls. And ironically, Twister was at the drive-in. I remember Twister coming down in oh, Niagara yeah. Falls, remember? <laughs> yeah. So I was actually at the drive-in that night. Right? Really? So, yeah. yeah. So it's just something that doesn't happen around here, but the, the reality is it can. Yeah. You it's know, the one-off, so, Yeah, you know, and it can. Um, and renter's insurance, in those cases, unfortunately for those folks that don't have it, there's no coverage in their content, so all their household belongings. There's no additional living costs, so if you know they got to be relocated until they can go back to their apartment or their building, they got no coverage there. I can only imagine they're going to go you to know? the landlord tenant board and try and get the uh, the landlord to pick hmm. up some of that cost. But yeah, but again, that's a long stretch too, right? So you know, it, it's better to carry the coverage, even though in, you're not required to have content insurance, right? Unless, of course, their landlord states otherwise, right? Um, I, I would investigate it. You know, okay. I would. Yeah. Well, uh, that's uh, that pretty much wraps up uh, this episode for the home uh, home insurance piece. For sure. Because um, it's a very complicated uh, piece there. Um, Sean, uh, how can people get a hold of you? Yeah. Uh, they can come by and see me. I'm on 4th Avenue in St. Catharines. My office is in the uh, St. Plaza's Golf Town, uh, okay. the Brick and Michaels. Uh, they can reach me at, uh, I'll give a phone number at 905-401. 3002. Repeat that again. 905-401-3002. Don't be afraid to call me. I make the number available even after regular business hours. So if anyone have any questions, they can call me. Well, thanks a million, Sean, for coming and sharing your knowledge. Appreciate it. it. Thank you. All right. Well, that wraps up episode 19. Uh, Lindy, how do they... uh, We are officially anywhere podcasts can be found. So we are on... Fantastic. Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, you name it, list goes on. I think there's uh, about 11 different platforms that we're on now. Beautiful. Yeah, wherever it's consumed. So please subscribe, share, and care. Like us. Like us and all that Keep the questions coming. Thanks, guys. Thanks very much. Ciao.
The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jag and Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Cundell from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network. Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company.